Welcome to Food For Real, the show that helps you learn about real food first. I'm your host, Sherry, nutritional therapy practitioner, and I'm here to show you how there is a better way to live, feel, and eat every single day. Before we get started, I welcome you to follow along on all the socials at Sherry Sabah Health. And P.S., I do not provide medical advice here. I'm just sharing what I have learned and used in my own health journey in the hopes that it can benefit you too. All right, let's get started. Welcome back to Food For Real. Guys, this is episode three. I'm so excited. This is something that I'm really huge on talking about and discussing and really passionate about is how to train your mind so that you can really hit any of your goals. And I wanna talk to you today about how to hit any health goal that you might have this year. Goals are huge. I know that, you know, especially this time of year, maybe you're setting resolutions, you're looking at how you can stick to them, how you can create them, achieve them all the things, right? But I think what many people miss, and sometimes myself included, even especially in the past, is that it's the inner work that we have to do first before we can make these surface level changes to create what we wanna see in our world. I'm sure ultimately what you want here is to create lasting success, create you know, the goals and the lifestyle and the health status that you really truly want, and I'm sure that you want it to last. I don't think you want to go through making the changes to your diet and lifestyle for like say six weeks and then at the end of six weeks, call it quits, gain the weight back, feel like crap, feel tired, sluggish, whatever. I don't think you want to experience that. And I don't think that it is worthwhile going through all the trouble of changing our daily habits, like our dietary intake, changing our perhaps our exercise regimen just so that we can go right back into our old habits at the end of like a four or six week type of like healthy living challenge or program, right? So what I want to start off with is saying that about 10 years ago or so, I would look at like any kind of diet, any specific diet. I remember like reading the South Beach diet book, (laughs) if you remember that. Um, And like the, like some of the ideas and the concepts were not terrible. The diet plan was not the worst. Um, But I can honestly say that I would try to make like these changes where it was just very surface level, very superficial by changing what I put in my mouth and telling myself that I could not eat this, that, or the other because then I would never lose the weight. Then I would never feel healthy. I would never have more energy. I would never tone up or get fit. So almost living from a place of lack and disempowerment and saying, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can only do this. And I think when we try to put ourselves in a box like this is exactly when we get fed up and frustrated and become more likely to quit exactly what we're doing without ever really making any leaning, any meaningful or lasting change whatsoever. And you know what? The more I worked on like my inner development, so like roughly 2017, 2018, I started getting more and more into the inner development, inner work, personal development, like reading the personal development books, listening to the podcast, following um, different people on social media that I found really lifted me up and made me feel better and made me realize that, you know, we are all born worthy and nothing has ever changed. And it really changed my mind to, on so many levels, right? And it started with things like personal personal worth, self-development. It started um, with learning about money, wealth, money management, money manifestation, so many topics. I swear to God, I did like so many like topics, searches, read so many things over those couple of years. But what ultimately stuck with me was deciding that I can change my mind at any time and I can change my mind to believe that I am capable of improving my health, 
that I am capable of feeling better every single day, that I am worthy of losing the weight and wearing the kind of clothes that I want to wear, that I am worthy of feeling good every single day and having the energy to keep up with my kids and to live a life that I desire that makes me happy and feel fulfilled. So a lot of this goes into the idea that when you want to change your mind to do something that you have never done before, you have to let go of these old beliefs, of these old ideas, and these old stories and habits and ways of being that have got you to the place where you are today. You have to let go of the idea that you should follow any diet regimen that's super strict. Let go of the idea that government health advice is, you know, for your for your highest healing good because it's not. It's full of lies and crap. We'll talk about that in a later episode, but that is that is a loaded topic that I have so much to say on. <laughs> you also have to let go of the idea in telling yourself that my God, look how fat I am. Look at how unhealthy I am. These kind of words are not helping you change your mind to work for you. These kind of words, by telling yourself how fat, how unhealthy, how you know unattractive, how bad your health is, will not get you to the place that you want to go. In fact, those thoughts and those words and those ideas and beliefs just keep you perpetuating this cycle of being in a state of health that is probably not what you desire to be at. So I want to go into a little bit of a backstory here. Back in 2020, we all know like the world shut down and I ultimately actually got laid off and I had a lot of free time that I've probably never had before since before I was like a teenager because I started working when I was 15. So anywho, I suddenly had all this free time And the nerd in me was absolutely loving it because I love to learn new things. I love to read. I love to learn new concepts. It just, it's like my jam, right? And I know that it's not for everybody. But anywho, what I got into was I was already like deep into the personal development world, like always reading, always learning, always like, you know, learning new concepts. And I had heard of neuro-linguistic programming, NLP for short, but I never really dug like delve deep into it or like studied it or looked at taking like a program or a certification course or whatever. So guess what? When I got laid off, perfect opportunity. I probably spent six plus hours per day studying neuro-linguistic programming with a company called Transform Destiny. And while I did not take the certification exam, I did the entire course. And oh my gosh, some things I actually rewatched. And what I learned about the power of the human mind was astounding, things that I had never heard of before. Mind you, I've already been a nurse for like 12 years at this point. So these are entirely new concepts, entirely new ways of thought, right? And for the most part, neuro-linguistic programming looks at how our mind, how our brain functions, like between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. And if you're not familiar, the conscious mind is more or less what we're consciously choosing, what we're aware of. The subconscious mind is like roughly 95% of our brain power and dictates almost all of our choices, all of our um, habits, beliefs, words, thoughts, right? The things that are in our subconscious mind is pretty much how we live our life, right? And neuro-linguistic programming looks to work with the subconscious mind Because if you can choose to rewire your subconscious mind by choosing new beliefs, choosing new habits, choosing new thoughts, new ways of being, you can change your life at your choosing. 
it's not magic. It's not necessarily, you know, a scientific theory. It's literally getting to the root cause of the issues that are keeping you in one pattern to create something entirely different that does make you happy. Um, it's also not witchcraft in case you were wondering, cause it does kind of, you know, especially if you're not like into like the woo or like into Reiki or meditation, that may not be your thing. But I will tell you that studying neurolinguistic programming really was like even more of a catalyst, like adding even more and more and more fuel to the fire in changing my mindset for the better. And it actually made me really want to help others. So I actually spent the better part of 2020 coaching others in their mindset, in their habits, in their beliefs, in changing a lot of things about their lives. And it was very, very fulfilling. And then towards that mid, mid late 2020, I actually had to go back to work full time. Um, and coaching kind of fell by the wayside. And to be honest, like a lot of my NLP studies kind of fell by the wayside as well. And I'm really glad to be getting back into them. But anywho, I want to talk a little bit more about how helpful NLP has been for me in that part of like one of the concepts in NLP is that when you choose a new thought, well, let's start over here. (laughs) When you become the observer of your thoughts, because number one, you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are just there. You are the observer of your thoughts. Your thoughts are not you. Your thoughts are just there. They're not good or bad. They're just there. I consider them neutral. You become the observer of your thoughts. You can think about, is this a thought that I want to be my ultimate truth? Is this a belief I choose? And guys, a belief is just something that is a thought over and over and over and over and over, right? So if you are the observer of your thoughts, you decide that this is not a thought that is going to help me get to my health goals. I need to pick a new thought because this one that is not helping me is not my ultimate truth. My ultimate truth is a thought that helps me reach the goal that I desire. So you are changing your mind. And by doing so, you are actually creating new neural pathways in your brain. You are creating new habits over time in your subconscious mind that affects your conscious mind. And your subconscious, remember, runs 95% of the show here. That's like 95% of your brain power is based in your subconscious. So you're changing your subconscious thoughts, beliefs, feelings, values, actions, and words to be reflected in your conscious world. So now you're changing your subconscious mind with these new neural pathways by believing that, well, if I do this, this is what makes me feel better in life. If I choose to believe that I'm in the process of becoming healthy, happy, fit, strong, energetic, and capable then your actions will fall into place with your new subconscious beliefs. Because you have formed these new neural pathways, you're literally creating an entirely new life. And I think that that is absolutely amazing that we as human beings have the ability to do so. But so many of us are unaware of this possibility. So that's why I'm bringing it up here today. Um, Number one here, so in ways that I want to help you hit your health goals this year, any goal that you might have, that could be as simple as losing five pounds or as big as getting fit to run a 5K next January, whatever this is to you. I want your goals to be meaningful to you because when there's meaning, there's purpose, there's passion behind them, we are far more likely to follow them versus like something that we don't really care that much about. It's just to please somebody else, right? (laughs) No, thank you. Number one, I want you to take a look at how you got here. Right now, if you are unhealth, 
unhappy with the way that your health status is, unhappy with your weight, unhappy with your health, or say like your um, blood work, say unhappy with the size that you currently are, I want you to know that this is the perfect place to be. It's a perfect place to be because by being unhappy with your present situation, this is the perfect opportunity to improve that. It is the perfect opportunity to choose different. If you are not happy with what you see in front of you, this is your opportunity to choose another thought, choose new beliefs, rewire your subconscious, create new neural pathways that will hit your goals without you having to do so much work, right? It is working smarter, not harder by reprogramming our subconscious versus consciously trying to make surface level changes with things like food restriction and telling ourselves we can't have something. Another part of this is that in looking how you got, looking at how you got here and looking at this opportunity of where you currently stand in your health journey, I want you to know that you can choose you. It is not selfish. It is perfectly right to choose you first. The way I look at my own health journey is that I choose me. I choose me because without me being healthy and strong and capable, I'm not also able to take care of my home, my kids, my pets my career or anything else for that matter, nor am I able to create things like this podcast episode that helps other people, right? So number one, I want you to choose you in looking at how you got here. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. The quantum field, if you've ever heard of it, is absolutely limitless. There's no limit known to man, right? There is no limits. We just think that there are limits. We just think that we're incapable because we've been told so by God knows who, right? But in choosing yourself and putting yourself first, strengthen your belief in yourself. Tell yourself, I am capable, I am worthy, I am strong. I am capable of losing the weight. I am capable of achieving my health goals. I am capable of feeling better day in and day out because I choose to. By strengthening your belief in yourself, you will find that yes, you can do the hard things. Yes, you can do the hard things. You may have been told at some point, but Be the observer of that thought telling you that you cannot do the hard things and improve your health and decide if that thought is ultimately your truth, if that single thought will dictate your life. And if not, choose a new thought, new neural pathway, rewire your subconscious, work smarter, not harder, and believe in yourself, right? The second point I wanted to make here, what do you think is in your way? A wonderful question to ask yourself. Journal it if you need to, meditate on it whatever it is that feels right to you. But I want you to ask yourself what you think is in your way of achieving this health goal that you may have. In what ways are you comfy with your current health situation? In what ways, like what what are you gaining by maintaining the current state of health that you are unhappy with, right? And something called secondary gain. Um, A lot of times when we have a goal, we may not realize that part of why we're not achieving this goal is because we are gaining something by not going for our goal or not going for what it is that we truly want. Say we're fitting in with a certain crowd. We have like camaraderie with the people that share similar health issues, right? That our friends share similar health issues and we have something to complain about to one another. And that's kind of like how we fit in, right? But is that ultimately what you want? Is that ultimately how you want to feel every single day? Like looking at this goal and saying, I wish, I hope, I could, I... I wish I could, I wish I could, but I can't. That means that there's secondary gain there. That means that there is something telling you 
that, yes, I want this goal, but no, I actually don't. And one way that I really work at getting around this is by reminding my ego that it is safe for me to change. It is safe and normal to change over time. Nobody wants to be the same person they were 20 years ago, right? We want to grow and improve and expand and learn every single day. We never want to stay stuck in a rut or stuck in a hole. And luckily, we have the choice that we don't have to be stuck in a rut or a hole, right? Luckily, we have the ability to be the observer of our thoughts, to change our thoughts, to rewire our brain to work for us, to work smarter, not harder at achieving our goals. Something I noticed a couple of years ago before I started lifting heavy and changing my um, dietary habits on the daily, I noticed that I had more or less been somewhat overweight my entire life, my entire life. And it was just something I was used to dealing with. But did I like it? No. Was I gaining something from continuing to be overweight? Yeah, my ego was more or less just comfy with the same old, same old, same old every day. But deep down, I didn't truly want to be overweight or actually obese for a while there. I didn't want that to be my life. I didn't want that to be my reality. I wanted to feel good about my body and the way that I looked. And I wanted to feel comfy in my skin. I wanted to feel strong, fit, capable, energetic. I wanted so much more out of life than to just be overweight and obese my entire life and potentially deal with the health problems that come along with that, right? I didn't want that, and I'm sure you don't want that either. So I will say that there are ways that you may be comfortable in your current situation, and it is very much worthwhile to look at them. Number three, I want to talk about deciding where you are going. If your health were significantly better than it is right now, how did you get there? This is a concept in neuro-linguistic programming called future pacing. We are looking at what it is that you desire to be at, like the level that you desire to stand at. So for instance, you could say, okay, so this time next year, my health goals have been hit. I am strong. I am fit. I have lost, you know, 10 pounds. I feel more energetic. I'm playing with my kids more. I'm spending more time exercising. I'm eating really well. And I'm just living my dream life, right? So with all that being said, how did I get there? What did I do to get there? What changed about my habits? What changed about my thoughts, my lifestyle? What changed about my beliefs, my values? Did I gain new friends? Did I lose friends? Did I you know, decide to stop eating cookies every night before bed? What exactly did I do to get to this level where my future self is living it up, right? So future pace how it would feel if your goals were already done. And ask yourself, this is a really, really smart way to ask your subconscious mind how you got there. Because now, instead of looking at limitations, your subconscious mind is looking at possibilities. It's looking at opportunity. It's looking at options. You're no longer focused on limitations of, you know, I cut out this, that, and the other. It's What opportunities did I take to get here? What did I learn to get here? How did I get here? What makes me, what made me capable of getting to this level that I desired to be at last year, right? So future pacing, it can sound a little confusing at first, but it's something to think about, something to, you know, work around if you're not quite sure. Maybe ask yourself, maybe change the wording a little bit if you need to. Um, Another good question that may go with this is the healthiest, happiest, strongest, fittest version of me feels blank and did blank to get here? That is another amazing question that will help your subconscious mind open up to more and more possibilities, right? 
So really, we're again, we're working smarter, not harder. We're working with our subconscious mind in these questions and in these concepts that we're working, that we're asking ourselves and open up to new possibilities that we may not have been aware of before because we're looking at our subconscious, not just our conscious. So our conscious is literally like you can't think outside of like what's right in front of you. But your subconscious deep down knows that there are infinite possibilities and there are infinite ways of being, of doing things, and of changing. I want to talk about three practical tips we can look at on how to get closer to achieving our health goals this year. So number one is clarity. I want you to think about how you want to feel every single day. Exactly what what is it that you desire to feel? Is it that you're going for more energy? Is it that you would like your genes to fit better? Is it that you want to be able to keep up with your kids? Is it that you want to decrease the amount of body fat? Is there some kind of health optimization thing that you are going for? What specifically is it that you are going for that your goal makes you feel? A lot of times achieving our goals is not necessarily what we're doing, but how it feels to us. Having like a specific feeling and emotion is one of the strongest ways that we can back something that we desire, right? So that desire of losing 10 pounds or losing the baby weight, for instance, how is it that you think that will make you feel? And I want you to get clear on these feelings because what is it that you really want out of this health goal, right? So that is number one. Number two is I want you to ask yourself if your daily choices and actions support where you want to be, right? So is your choice to eat a healthy breakfast supporting supporting your desire for better weight control, supporting your desire for better energy, for better strength? Is your choice to avoid the gym supporting the ultimate goal that you have to get more toned up and in shape? Or... You know, what is it exactly that you are making choices on, on the daily? And is that supporting where you are ultimately headed in your goals, right? So again, like thinking of the healthiest, happiest, fittest, fittest, strongest version of you, what does that person do to support that goal, right? What does that version of you do on the daily? Like what are their habits, routines? What is their morning routine? What is their nighttime routine? What is their exercise regimen? What is it that supports your supports you in getting to where you want to be? And it's the small things that really truly add up. Like going into tip number three in the practical, we're looking at baby steps. So it's much easier for our ego, our subconscious, and our nervous system actually to change in tiny increments, right? Sometimes when we try to make these ginormous, huge changes and go go balls to the wall hard on like changing what we're doing. Sometimes that is really shocking to our nervous system and really stressful to our ego. And if we want to avoid that and we want to take steps in the right direction towards achieving our goals in a smarter, not harder type of fashion, we can make tiny baby steps and increments. So for instance, instead of having a muffin for breakfast, try two or three scrambled eggs for breakfast. See how you feel an hour or two after that. Or You know, if you are wanting to go to the gym, but you are not a gym person, do you think that you can start with one day a week and go from there and see how you do? Look at what tiny things you can do throughout the day to help support you in getting where you want to be. It doesn't have to be an all or none type of deal. In fact, a lot of times I see that there was research about this and saying that 
you know, when you make these small changes and make these increments over time versus an all at once type of deal, you tend to stick with them more because they tend to be even more ingrained in your daily habits. You tend to accept them more into your life versus like the all or none type of thinking, which if that works for you, that's great, but that's not guaranteed to work for everybody. So I think coming right back into um, the concept of bio-individuality, which I discussed in the previous two episodes a little bit, and I actually talk a lot about in Food First, my signature program, is that you have to do what works best for you because we're all different. We all have different requirements. We all have different needs, different personalities, different traits, you name it. Do what works for you. Take what works, leave the rest at the door, right? So I think that's one of like the biggest things that we can remember is that number one, we can choose ourselves. We can believe in ourselves and we can future pace our habits to line up with achieving our goals, whatever that may be. And honestly, these are principles that I use to work on so many other aspects of my life, not just health, not just fitness, not just, you know, food related, but on so many other aspects. And I think that once you start working on one life area, like improving your health, you will find that so many other things show you this domino effect and so many things like fall into place all at once. Not only because you feel better by taking better care of your health, but you feel more capable, you feel more confident, you gain confidence and you empower yourself by making changes in one life area that support how you want to feel every day. And when you make these goals and you set and hit them consistently, consistently, it really, really, really helps you up-level your game and up-level your confidence in so many ways, right? So I want to tell you, if you feel so called to keep working on and improving yourself every day, then I invite you to take a look at Food First. You can go to my website, sherrysabah.com. You should also find it linked in the show notes and on all the social medias. My signature self-paced program is called Food First and it's designed to give you the information and the tools to make lasting, meaningful change. So, of course, make sure to let me know what you think. Any feedback is always recommend or any feedback is always welcome <laughs> and recommended for that matter. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for tuning in to Food First. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love what you hear, be sure to leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep sending the good stuff your way. I hope you have a wonderful day and can't wait to talk to you next time.